past performance is not indicative of future results. Statements such as and similar to, we told our clients to be out of the market in 2007 and 2008. We told our clients to get back into the market in 2009 and clients that followed our advice were out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations collectively made by Retirement Planners of America's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC and also at Cambridge Investment Research Inc. Three out of the five of those principals remain with RPOA today. Statements about similar recommendations we made starting in 2011 refer to an investment protect strategy that RPOA has been using since its inception in 2011. The investment protect strategy is not guaranteed and is subject to the risk described at the end of this broadcast. Unless otherwise stated, references to the market refer to the S&P 500 index. Index performance described does not reflect the deduction of transaction, management, or other fees which would decrease the performance results. Investors cannot invest directly in an index. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We're in the money. We are in the, the money. Are the skies old are sunny. You are through, you done us wrong. And old man recession, you are doing us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about uh, inflation, of course, the Federal Reserve, Social Security, estate planning, income taxes you name it, we talk about it and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all this boring financial stuff. And we have an absolutely boring financial show lined up for you. But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morave, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morave. Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And wow, I feel good. Yes, I do feel good. And uh, we are a firm that specializes, as the name implies, in retirement planning. So we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. We work with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. Our goal for you is to be able to retire when you want to and for your money to last as long as you do. And we call that your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play, have fun, enjoy. And if we can facilitate, uh, facilitate that, then we feel like we've done something good. And our website is rpoa.com. And if you go there, you can podcast his show. You can subscribe to our market alert video. You can watch uh, our seminars. You can read articles. We got lots of content to help you to achieve that second childhood. And uh, so again, our website is rpoa.com. Now, um, I want to go over with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, as you know, I've been talking over the last many months now about uh, whether you know the, uh, we should buy or sell and that kind of thing. And as you know, we told our clients to sell back in April, and we've been out of all stocks and all bonds for many months now. And that's because of our strategy. We have a strategy called invest and protect. And basically what it means is that, yeah, you should invest, but we believe that more importantly, you should protect. 
And right now we are firmly in protection mode. The Fed is helping us. They're raising interest rates and uh, we're making more money when we sit in cash for that. So that's where we are right now. But one of the questions that I, uh, if you've listened to the show over the last uh, several weeks and months, is that the bear market psychology of investors tends to go through different phases. And one of the things we talked about was the denial and then the fear and then the panic phase. And the question is, are we firmly in that? Have we reached the next phase, which is capitulation, which usually is the end of the bear market? So we'll, I want to kind of go over all of that with you and uh, see what, what, uh, where we are in that whole spectrum in our view. Now, also, we're going to talk about I was interviewed by CBS uh, um, yesterday morning, and uh, one of the things that uh, they asked me was, you know, how do you know when it's time to get out? Uh, when when is it time to sell, and and is it too late? That kind of thing. And uh, so my response was that, you know, you have to know what your magic number is, the amount of money that you need to support the retirement that you want. We call that your magic number. The first step in the process is figuring that out. Once you know that, then defending that number is a big part of the decision making as to whether or not you should be in the market and or not, in our opinion. So this uh, in this show, I'm going to devote two segments to that concept. The first one is how to calculate your magic number. We'll do that in one segment. And then in the, in the fourth segment of the show today, we're going to talk about how to defend your magic number and give you some examples of that. Okay, so we're going to kind of go on both sides of that coin. Now, also this week, we're going to talk about strategies to maximize your social security benefits, uh, number 22. Uh, and uh, this is facilitated by you. You send me your questions. I endeavor to answer them, and you make my life easy. So please keep them coming. My email address is ken at rpoa.com, and uh, I'll, uh, we'll have some fun answering those questions, and hopefully you'll learn how to maximize your Social Security in the process. Now, also this week, uh, well, uh, you know what, Jack? Most shows would actually stop right there. Most shows would say, hey, if we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Boom! Somebody stop me! But on this, yeah, don't you dare, because on this show, do we stop right there? No, we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before, and therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. And you know, the estate tip is actually also driven by people who uh, help me out. Uh, I was visiting with a client last week, and they were saying to me, you know, they wanted to create a fund for their uh, brand new grandchild, and they wanted to look at college education, and we were talking about... Uh, you know all of that and I consider something that you do for your grandchild as part of your estate planning so we're going to talk about strategies for your grandchild we're going to compare 529 plans UGMAs and UTMAs and even a trust that you might want to create so we'll look at the pluses and minuses of those for those of you who want to do something for your for your grandchild so uh, we have a show chock full of important and fun information Uh, but before we do that I just want to take a moment and say that uh, our prayers and our love goes out to all of the people who are in the path of that uh, Hurricane Ian. Uh, I mean, the devastation and the destruction that that's caused and uh, all the lives that have been just turned upside down because of that. Uh, and I'll also say that our money goes there as well. Uh, we have a charity. It's called uh, Our POA Cares, Retirement Planners of America Cares. And uh, we're going to donate uh, some money to help the people. Uh, find a charity. Uh, I-, I would encourage you to do that, a reputable one, and uh, give them 
them money because there's those people down there they're going to need food and water and clothing and shelter and uh, it's not going to be easy to find and there's lots of great char- charities that can help them all with that so we're all about that and uh, like i said our prayers our love and our dollars are, are going to uh, are being <laughs> sent to everybody in florida that is just experiencing these terrible things so let's talk about uh have we reached capitulation? And as you know, capitulation is where, uh, in our in our view, the definition is that where the investors have basically they've gone through fear, they've gone through panic, they just and now they just sold everything. They've sh- they've thrown out the baby with the bathwater, and it's over. And a cycle of of uh, big bad bears, uh, if you look at them, they go through a, a several periods. The first period when you start to get into the bear market is the anxiety period, okay? And this is where people start to get worried that maybe things have gone up too fast. Maybe there's some news that's telling us that things aren't as good as we think they are. Uh, This year, of course, the news was inflation. We had the worst start to a year uh, in in history, I think, you know, first first six months uh, ever. Uh, And uh, so that kind of thing is uh, kind of uh, typical of a big bad bear. But then what happens is you have the denial phase, which is where people are saying, no, we're not in a recession. No, the job numbers are good. No, things are fine. You guys are overreacting and all of that. Then comes the, uh, so the denial phase is where you usually get a big run up. And we saw that happen in July of this year. The next phase is where fear starts to set in. And then after the fear, it's panic. And what causes that is when the news about how the economy is doing or what's going on starts to validate the notion that maybe things are not as good. Maybe things are really as bad as the anxiety phase said it was, and maybe we were wrong and we shouldn't have bought, and that big run-up that was that happened was a bear market rally, and oh my gosh, and then it starts to sell off, and then you get a panic that follows that, and then after the panic comes capitulation, and that's usually when the bear market is over. So where are we in that continuum? Well, one of the things that's happened is if you look at the uh, at the Dow, uh, it's down 5,000 points since August 16th. I mean, that's a 15% drop in basically a month and a half. I mean, I would cause that. I would call that fear. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't call that. I think the denial phase is is behind us at this point. I don't think anybody doubts that we're going to have a recession if we aren't in one already. I don't think anybody doubts that the economy is in a bad place. The global economy. I think all that denial stuff is behind us at this point. So, are we in the in the capitulation phase? Well, in our firm, we have actually uh, put a lot of thought into how do you measure capitulation. And uh, we have a strategy, our, as I've mentioned, our strategy is the invest and protect strategy. And part of that is to measure where does capitulation happen. And we've come up with a metric that we think is uh, pretty reliable. And uh, we haven't quite reached capitulation yet, but I can tell you we're definitely headed in that direction if the market goes down some more. So for the time being, we're counseling our clients to be out of all stocks and out of all bonds. Bonds because the Fed's raising interest rates still, and the numbers we got this week on consumer spending and all that just says the Fed's probably going to hammer us again with more interest rate hikes uh, in October. And so we want to be safe. You know, it's better safe than sorry at this point is what we think. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, I encourage you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And if you go there, you'll find uh, you can subscribe to our market alert video. And that way we send you our thinking every week. So you don't have to necessarily listen to the podcast. You can get that instead. Uh, Or you can do both. You can uh, subscribe to our podcast every week. Uh, You can visit uh, you can visit with one of our retirement planners. If you do that, then we'll sit down with you one on one. We'll do it virtually or uh 
in person. And uh, what we'll do is we'll, we'll create for you what we call a retirement cash flow plan. And what that does is it helps us to see what the future holds for you. We project your, your income taxes, your Social Security will help you make those decisions, your 401ks, diversification ideas, should you be in the market or not. We'll look at how much risk you should take. We'll look at uh, all just the big picture and we'll help to narrow it down and, and create it for you. No charge or obligation. I think it would be a very valuable exercise for you. And uh, in the process, maybe you'll, uh, you'll, you'll decide you want to work with us. And if you do, that's fine. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Well, you know what? I do too. And uh, whether you decide to work with us or not, either way, it, there's no charges, no obligation, and we will part friends. So we have lots of resources for you on our website. Now, let me tell you, if you decide to visit with one of our retirement planners and you do it in person, we'll have our now world-famous oatmeal raisin and chocolate chunk cookies waiting for you. And they are a meal in another. Of themselves. They're half an inch thick, six inches in diameter. I dare you to eat more than one of them. And I did not say chocolate chip. I said chocolate chunk. These are real chocolate chunk cookies. Come for the ch- cookies and help your finances in the process. So our website again is rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to calculate your magic number. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morayf. And we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. That's people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And our goal for you is to help you to retire when you want to. And then once you are retired, we want your money to last as long as you do. We want you to have financial peace of mind. And we want you to enjoy your second childhood without parental supervision. That's what you call your retirement. And if we can do all that, then you know what? We feel like we've done a really good thing. Our website is rpoa.com. And if you go there, you can podcast this show. You can uh, get our market alert video. You can subscribe to that. We send it out once a week to give you our thinking on what's going on. You can also attend our seminars, visit with a retirement planner. You can read articles. There's tons of stuff on there. So go there and binge. And it's rpoa.com. Now, I wanted to, I was interviewed by uh, CBS uh, yesterday, and uh, one of the things that they were asking me was, you know, uh, you know, you, you told your clients to get out of the market, and uh, you know that that's great. But how, what do we? What do you tell somebody that's still in? What do you tell somebody that's on the horns of that? You know, that wants to retire or is already retired. What do you tell them about whether they should be in or not, and all that kind of stuff? And I said, well, you know, it all start. You have to start at the beginning, and for us, the beginning is your magic number. We need to calculate how much money you need to have so that you can retire if that's your goal or if you're already retired that can support the lifestyle that you want for the rest of your life. Okay? And so that magic number is very is a very important number because it it defines it, it it's the beginning for a lot of other decisions that you can make after that, but you need to know that number first in our view so that you can then make those subsequent decisions. Such as, should you be in the market? How much risk should you take? You know, what, what uh, expenses can you have? What budget can you have? All of that is driven by the engine that gives you that income, which is the money that you retired with, right? You got Social Security and then your investments. So let's talk about, for, I'm going to talk later in, in this program about uh, how you defend that magic number and, and, and you know our thoughts about that. But for this segment, I'm going to talk about how to calculate it. Okay. So basically, it's a, it's a cash flow question. And our belief is that 
Happiness is a positive cash flow. And so basically, it's a, it's a, it's a calculation. So here's what you have to do. And uh, if you come in to visit with us, our retirement planners will walk you through that, in, uh, you know, soup to nuts. We'll help you to do it. So don't be daunted by the process. But here's how, in general, it, it works. The first thing we want to do is we want to know what are all the sources of income that you're going to have during your retirement. Okay, so if you have a pension, if you have social security, if you have rental income, you know, whatever income sources you're going to have during your retirement, we want to know what those are. And we want to know we want to know the gross number, okay, not the after-tax number, the before-tax number. So we want to know that. That's the first thing. So any sources of income that you'll have and then when they run out, you know, we have uh, clients for example that have got that are going to get a, a a payout from an annuity or something like that for maybe the next 10 years, but then it stops. So we need to figure that one once it stops, then you don't have that cash flow coming in anymore. And now you got to compensate for that in advance. So that whole process of determining what your income sources are is the first step. Now, the second step then is to say, well, what are my expenses going to be while I am retired? Okay. So you want to look at uh, your cost of living. What are all the things you spend money on? And you know, a lot of times people don't think about everything that we want you to think about. Okay. So for example, if you give money to your kids, you know, to help them out or whatever. We count that as part of your cost of living. If you give money to charity, you know, to your church or to your favorite charity, whatever it may be, we count that as part of your cost of living because we have to cover for that. You're going to spend that money. Now, may, you may not think of it as cost of living, but it is, right? You're spending that money. In addition, of course, your utilities and your food and your gas and, you know, your housing and all the stuff that goes into what you might think of. So you, you want to get all of those numbers together when you are retired and now we have the number for that. So let me, and then to calculate your magic number, you divide that by 0.04, which is 4%, or you multiply it by 25. It'll give you the same answer regardless of which way you do that. So let me put some numbers to that just to, you know, get away from all those words, which probably confuse the heck out of you. So let's say that Social Security is going to give you and your spouse $30,000 a year. So you're going to have $30,000 coming in and that's the only income you're going to have. Okay. Social security is it. So we've sat down, we figured it all out and 30,000 is what that's going to be. Then after we go through the exercise of figuring out what is your cost of living going to be and all that, and you figure out that your cost of living is going to be $50,000 a year. Okay. So social security is going to give you 30,000. Your cost of living is 50. So you have a $20,000 shortfall. All right. So now what you do is you multiply that shortfall by 25, by 25, or you divide it by 0.04, which is 4%. And either way, it gives you the same number. So you take the $20,000 difference times 25 is $500,000. So in this example, which is very general and very rudimentary, your magic number in this example would be approximately $500,000. Okay. So that's what you need to have. Now, if you don't have that, then maybe you should not think about retiring. You should think about growing your money and saving and getting to that. If you have it, then maybe you now start thinking you can retire. But again, the first step is to go through and figure out where you are now. Are you at your magic number or not? And once you have that, then now you know a lot of other things. Now you can decide how much risk is appropriate for you. How do you invest your money? Do you take a lot of risk? Do you take very little risk? You know, do, do you, uh, should you be in the market or not? Do you, uh, you know, your cost of living, what is that going to be? Can you spend more? Can you spend, do you have to spend less? There's a lot of different things that come from making that calculation to start with. 
And uh, like I said, that's the first step. If you if you become a client of ours, that would be the very first step we do. We do we call it a retirement cash flow plan. And what we want to know is how much money do you need to have based on all the cash flow sources you have and the expenses that you have as well. Once we know that, then we can make a lot of other decisions and it becomes really fun. In fact, the whole process is fun. So here's what I want you to do. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com. We have a seminar that we just put out, uh, which is brand new on social security. Uh, you can attend that. It's virtual. There's no charge if you're over 50. We also have uh, a seminars on retirement planning in uh, uncertain times. I would say this time right now qualifies for that. Um, we talk in that seminar about how you beat inflation. We talk about uh, reducing your income taxes. We talk about decisions on when and how to take social security benefits. We talk about uh, your insurance. We talk. We basically want to help you to go soup to nuts as we see it on the entire retirement planning process and help you. I don't know how to say I thank you except I thank you. Well, Frankie, you're welcome. And uh, you know, it's all, it, again, it's, it's a no charge or obligation. And if you're over 50, it's designed for you. Um, and so if you do that, now you can also go and, and visit with one of our retirement planners in person or virtually. And uh, what we'll do is that same sort of exercise. In the seminar, it's more generic, obviously, because we've got lots of people in there and you're different. But if you come in to visit with us, we'll customize it to you and we'll build you that plan. And you'll have some pride of authorship with the whole thing. So our website, again, is rpoa.com. So I encourage you to go there and take advantage of that. Okay, rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about strategies to maximize your social security benefits, number 22. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. And uh, we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And if, ladies and gentlemen, if you knew what went on behind the scenes when we do these uh, these uh, shows, the podcast, I was scrambling to get in front of the microphone before these sh- that segment started. So I'm kind of uh, discombobulated, but we are back. And I am senior retirement planner at uh, Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. We work with over 6,000 beautiful, wonderful families across the country. Uh, I love it. Yes, I really do. And uh, it is such a, a privilege and a blessing. And, you know, our clients are over 50. They, they are, they're wanting to retire or they're already retired. And our goal is to help you to retire when you want to. And our goal is for your money to last as long as you do once you are retired. We call your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. So hopefully that gives you a, a visual of what we want you to do. We want you to go play and have fun and all of that uh, if we can facilitate, we think we've done a good job. Now, if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, and we have a brand new uh, vi- uh, our, um, seminar on retirement planning that we've just uh, published. Uh, I encourage you to go attend that. This segment we're into right now is all about uh, Social Security. So if you go there, you can watch that video. Uh, that uh, You can attend that seminar, and it's free. Okay, so rpoa.com. So let's talk about uh, the question. Uh, we have a couple of questions that we're, that, uh, we, we're going to answer, hopefully, uh, this week. And the first one is as follows. Um, I have an adult dependent child and she was uh, disabled prior to age 22. Do I have to file my social security in order for my child to receive family benefits off of my record? If not, will her benefits still be based on 50% of my full retirement age benefits with the maximum family benefit that she can receive of 175%. I'm currently 63 and I am on the maximum earning level. Okay, so the answer is yes. She will receive 50% of your social security 
And it is subject to that family maximum that you said of 175%. Now, you must have filed your benefit for her to get it first, okay? So you have to file first. But be careful, okay? Because I have found that it usually does not make sense for a high-earning parent to take a permanent reduction in your benefit to give your child a few extra years of benefit, okay? Because now what you've done is you, you would not be able to suspend your, you can't suspend your benefits now. And it looks like dependent benefits with the new law for high earning clients won't be able to start until you turn 70 and start collecting your own benefit if you want to maximize those lifetime benefits. So you have to be careful with these things. It's complex, but generally the question, the answer to your question is yes. <laughs> I could have saved us a lot of time just by saying yes, right? Uh, but a little explanation is probably always beneficial. All right, question number two. Uh, I recently applied for Social Security uh, at age 66. I knew this would force me to uh, force me onto Medicare Part A, and I knew this meant I would need to cease my ongoing HSA contributions because I'm still working. But unbeknownst to me, I became enrolled in Medicare Part A retroactively six months thereby overfunding my HSA for six months. Do you have a solution to this problem that does not result in me making withdrawals with a 6% IRS tax penalty for my HSA? Can, I, can the retroactive six months be undone? Well, the answer is, unfortunately, the retroactive um, uh, six months of Part A cannot be undone. But you won't be penalized for the excess contributions if you withdraw them before you file your tax return, okay? Now, there's a publication, IRS publication 969, that uh, that describes that, but basically, you know, they kind of did it to you, and uh, that's, that's the way they do it. It's retroactive to the day when your Social Security started, not the day that you applied, okay? So, be careful with that. Now, um, as I mentioned, Social Security is very, very complex, and uh, it's not something I think you should do by yourself. You should talk to a professional. And uh, our retirement planners are all trained in Social Security and Medicare and all of that stuff. We certify them annually to make sure that they're up to speed. It changes every year. The laws are always changing, and you have to stay up with all of that. And uh, we want them to be able to advise you the best way possible, so we certify them. And uh, if you'd like to, uh, if you're on the horns of the dilemma of when and how and all of that with Social Security, then we'd love to help you with that. So our website is rpoa.com. And if you go there and you click on Meet with an Advisor, what we'll do is we'll schedule a time with you personally, uh, I'm sorry, digitally or in person. And uh, if you, uh, and, and we'll sit down with you and work through that uh, process of helping you to understand how they, the rules apply to you and what the best way for Social Security might be for you. And now we do that in the context of an entire retirement plan. Okay, because we also need to know your income, your age, your uh, health, your your all that kind of stuff to build a holistic. We need to know the whole picture before we can decide what is the best strategy for you. And we want to do that for you all at no charge or obligation. So if you go to our website, rpoa.com, and you click on meet with an advisor, we'll schedule a time to visit and we'll look forward to helping you. Now, if you come in in person, you will enjoy our now world famous oatmeal raisin and chocolate chunk cookies. And let me tell you, folks, I wish I had one right now. The oatmeal raisin, we make them with those plump, juicy yellow raisins. We put cinnamon in the batter. Oh my gosh, they're half an inch thick. They're six inches in diameter. I dare you to eat a whole, if you, if you can just eat one of them, you are a cookie 
addict, okay? And you'll go to cookie heaven and you'll learn about your finances in the process. So our website again is rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to defend your magic number. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morayfe. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Well, you know what? They may be a girl's best friend, but I would say that good, solid retirement planning ideas are even better because I think if you do that, then hopefully you'll be able to buy a few diamonds along the way. So anyway, we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And I am Senior Retirement Planner and Founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. And uh, we work with over 6,000 beautiful, wonderful families. It is such an honor, a privilege, a blessing for us to be able to do that. Our goal for our clients is that they have peace of mind. That's the number one thing. You know, it's, it, it's kind of interesting doing what we do that you would think that income taxes and, uh, you know, return on investment and investment strategies and Social Security, all the stuff that we talk about on this show, you would think that all of that is like the most important thing of all. But, you know, in a lot of ways, peace of mind is even more important than that. And, you know, when the market is dropping the way it is right now and you're looking at your the value of your accounts and you're wondering when is this going to stop and, and you know, you wake up in the morning and you, you're looking at the futures on, and you're seeing what the stock market is going to do and you're just hoping against hope that, no, let's hope it doesn't have another big bad day. You have that lead balloon in your gut. You feel horrible. All of that is not peace of mind in my view. I don't think that's, that satisfies the definition of peace of mind. And so that's why we have our invest and protect strategy. And uh, if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. We have a lot of information on there, videos, articles, podcasts about it. Um, Learn how to protect your retirement. I think particularly where we are right now, um, the risks are extreme. And, uh, you know, that's our view. And we told our... Oh, I'm so scared. Well, I think sometimes being scared is a good idea. Not panic, not freaking out, but just a healthy scared. Um, and, you know, we, we, we have a strategy we call invest and protect. And it's the strategy that told us to sell in November of 2007, which was before the big market crash of 2008 with this credit crisis. Of course, it told us to sell the day before the pandemic was announced in 2020. And it also told us to sell in April of this year. So our clients now have no equities that followed our advice and I think they all do, uh, but we are out of uh, equities there. And also right now we are out of bonds as well. And the reason why is because as the Fed raises interest rates, you know, uh, historically bonds experience losses. And of course, uh, you know, you've seen this year, I, I saw a headline that this is the worst bear market in bonds literally since 1949. So you have to go back a long way to see bonds get hammered the way they have been. So normally, you know, you think of bonds as a as a safety place, as a, a place to protect or, or diversify against the stock market. Well, this year, that's kind of been problematic. So that's, uh, again, we've been out of bonds for several months as well. So if you're all, if you're still invested, then the question you may ask is, you know, and I talked at the top of the show, uh, I was interviewed by CBS and they were asking me, you know, how do you know whether you should still be in? You told your clients to get out, but there are people that haven't done that. And if you're over 50 and you're looking at retirement or you're already retired, what, how do you make a decision about whether you should still be in or not? Well, one of the things that we look at uh, when we make investment decisions for our clients, we always think about what we call the biggest mistake. 
We ask ourselves in our investment committee, what is the biggest mistake we can make? Because our clients, once they once you become a client, you turn over all the investment decisions to us. We want to handle that for you so that you don't have to. We want to worry about it so that you don't have to, right? And uh, so what's the biggest mistake? So one, one mistake is that you, you decide that you're going to sell, get out, and then the market goes up after that. And you're like kicking yourself. Oh my gosh, you know, I got out and man, it went through the roof after that. And I missed out on all those returns that I could have made. Okay, so that's one mistake. The other mistake is that you stay in. Nope, I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to protect. And if you do that, and then the market goes way down, let's say another 20%, like, you know, Y2K in 2008, where, you know, the market, the S&P went down uh, 50% or more, then what is which is is that a that's the other mistake is you now lost another 20 25 percent of your money and it may take years to recover from that so my question to you would be which is the biggest mistake of those two and uh the biggest mistake in our view is taking a big loss versus missing out on returns that i could have made so again the way you, in our view, the way that you decide whether you can afford to take a big loss and whether that would be the biggest mistake is to know what your magic number is. Because if you know what your magic number is, then you can decide whether you want to put it at risk or not. And of course, your magic number is what we, is what we've nicknamed the amount of money you need to retire on. So, you know, one of the things, uh, as I said, I was interviewed by CBS and, you know, she was asking me, well, well, how do you know that? And I said, well, let me give you an example. And $1 million is my favorite number. It's nice and round. It's a big number, lots of zeros. So let's go with that. $1 million. If you have $2 million, you can afford to lose half your money and still have $1 million, which is your magic number. So, you know, you, you don't like it. It's not a happy place. You've just lost half your money. But you can still afford to cover your cost of living and retire like you wanted to. Now, if on the other hand, you have a million two and you lose 50%, now you're down to 600,000. You are way below your magic number now. And now maybe you can't retire anymore, or maybe you can't support the lifestyle that you wanted to enjoy anymore. So knowing what your magic number is helps to decide whether you should uh, get out or not, whether you should take risk or not, and whether missing out on opportunity is something you should worry about, or maybe you should worry more about protecting your capital. Okay, so I can't answer that for you. I don't know you. So here's what I want you to do. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com. Click on meet with an advisor. And when you do that, we'll schedule a time to visit with you. We'll sit down with you. We'll build out what we call a retirement cash flow plan, an RCFP. And, and in the RCFP, We'll help you to understand what is your magic number. We'll help you to understand how much risk you should take with your investments. We'll help you make decisions on when and how to take Social Security. We'll talk about your income taxes. We'll talk about your estate planning. We'll talk about the whole gamut that we see with regard to your retirement planning. And if we can help you, fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Okay, so either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. I don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. Well, Frankie, you are welcome. And, uh, you know, like I said, we've resurrected now that we're doing things in person again uh, with hopefully the pandemic is now over. But uh, what we're doing now is we're back to having virtual and in-person uh, meetings. And so if you come in for your uh, free portfolio, uh, uh, your RCFP, your retirement cash flow plan, uh, then what we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll have our now world famous oatmeal raisin and chocolate chunk cookies waiting for you. And, you know, we make the, the cookies, they're, they're half an inch thick. They're six inches in diameter. Let me tell you something, folks. They are delicious. We, we, had uh, a bunch of five-year-old kids taste test all the cookies before we picked the vendor 
And so there are experts because they know what cookie, what good cookies are. Okay, so you're you're going to enjoy your second childhood. We had kids be the arbiters of whether our cookies were good or not. So if they liked it, you will too, and you'll learn about your finances in the process. So our website again is rpoa.com and click on Meet with an Advisor. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about strategies for your grandchild and estate planning. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayfe. And we are wallowing in champagne. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayfe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayfe. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. And I am Senior Retirement Planner at Retirement Planners of America. I'm also the founder. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. And uh, we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. We work with people who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon. We want to help you to retire when you want to. And we want to help you to stay retired by having your money last as long as you do. And uh, we currently work with over 6,000 beautiful, wonderful families. It's an honor. It's a privilege. It is a blessing. And we're so grateful. And uh, if you're not a client, I encourage you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com. Check us out. Um, you'll find uh, videos, uh, articles, podcasts, all kinds of stuff. You can uh, you can uh, subscribe to the show. You can also get our market alert uh, video that we send out once a week that gives you our latest thinking on what's going on in the in the markets and what you should do about it and all that kind of stuff in our view. And so again, our website is rpoa.com. Now, this is the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And that's also known as estate planning. And uh, this week, we are going to talk about strategies for your grandchild. And uh, this came up in a conversation with a client who has a brand new grandchild, and uh, they want to uh, do some college planning for that child. And they were saying, you know, should we do a, an UTMA, an UGMA, a 529 plan, a trust? What should we do? And so I'm going to give you my response to those questions. But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire and of course, that is Tony Bennett with Rags to Riches. And you know, the estate taxes and probate and all that kind of stuff, it's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags, and we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. Now, this week, we're going to talk about strategies for your grandchild. And uh, you know, I guess, and I did this, I have a one-year-old grandson, Nathaniel, and so for his first birthday, we made our first gift, and I'll tell you why and how we did, uh, decided to do it the way we did. So let's kind of go through what your options are. You know, if you want to kind of, uh, not all, this isn't a, a full list of everything, but these are the big ones uh, of what you can do if you want to set money aside to help a grandchild go through college. So the first one, of course, is these plans are called 529 plans. And they're very, they're very uh, uh, attractive and, and they're very popular. Uh, basically, what you do there is you put money into the plan. It grows tax-free. And then when the money comes out, it's tax-free as well. So that's all great, right? Sounds wonderful and hunky-dory. How, how much better could it be than tax-free all for, the, for everything? Well, as with, as with most things that the government does, when they hand you something tax-free, there's always a price. <laughs> so there is, there's no such thing as free, right? 
Uh, and the price for the 529 plan is that if that child does not go to uh, college, then there are, you know, there are penalties and taxes and all that kind of stuff. So I don't particularly like 529 plans and don't generally recommend them to clients because you want to, I know it sounds terrible, but you want to have a modicum of control over what that happens to that money. Because, you know, I love my grandson. He's one year old and he looks all cute and wonderful, but I don't know what he's going to be like when he's 18 and college You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Exactly. And 18 years or 17, 16 years from now, I don't know who he's going to be. You know, hopefully he'll be wonderful and great and all that. But, you know, you never know. He might not be. And if that's the case, then I want to retain control. Now, the other thing that you can look at are what are called UGMAs, Uniform Gift to Minors, and an UTMA, Uniform Transfers to Minors. They're basically the same thing. Um, And you can do the same thing there. You can put money in there and it's all for the child and all that. But the problem I have with those is that once a child reaches the age of majority, guess what? It's theirs. It's their money. And again, you don't know what that one-year-old is going to be like when they're 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen, but if they're a drug addict or they're, you know, they, they have uh, something that, uh, you know, makes them not capable, all kinds of stuff could happen between then and now. And uh, I don't know that I want to risk all of that because if I'm putting money in there, it could, it could be a, a, you know, a significant amount. So my favorite thing to do is a trust. And uh, we call that the Dynasty Trust. It's also called the Generation Skipping Tax Trust. There's lots of different names for it, but basically it's a trust for your grandchild. And uh, you can name the parents, in my case, it's my daughter, as the trustee. And uh, she, my daughter, is she has full control of all the money that's in that trust. Now, she can decide to use it for that child. The child is the beneficiary, but she remains in control of that money. I trust her to be able to take care of my grandson, and I also trust her that if he's not capable of handling the money, if he's irresponsible or whatever the reason is, that she will be able to then dispense it to him in the way that is appropriate for his circumstances at the time. And the problem with the 529 and the Utmas is that, that you don't have control over that. So if you give up, if you, if you want control, you pay tax. If you want to not pay tax, uh, you can have control. And in my view, that control with a child that you don't know what they're going to be like in the future is more important. So that's just my view. You can disagree with me if you'd like. Um, Anyway, uh, estate planning is complex. It's something you should visit with a professional about. You should talk to an attorney who understands this stuff before you do anything. Um, And, uh, you know, you could also visit with one of our retirement planners. We are not lawyers. We don't uh, produce documents, but we can help you to think through stuff like what I just did um, and help you to kind of crystallize your thinking before you go talk to an attorney about drafting any documents. Oh, dear. That's too wonderful to be true. Well, Dorothy, it's not because we actually do do that. It's not too wonderful to be true. She needs to get a clue. That Dorothy, I don't, I don't know about her. But anyway, um, so let me tell you, our website is rpoa.com. And if you go there, I encourage you to uh, take advantage of all of the resources we have. We have seminars. We have, uh, we have a brand new one on social security strategies. We have one on retirement planning in uncertain times. They're, uh, uh, they're virtual. They're free for those of you over 50. Lots of stuff there for you rpoa.com is our website you know what the show is actually over already i could talk for another hour but uh you'll just have to come back next week same time same channel bye bye everybody of course not 
tell me the beginning. Ken Morath is a controlling owner and investment advisor representative at RPOA, which is an SEC registered investment advisor. Registration is not an endorsement by securities regulators and does not mean that RPOA has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Because we help clients establish a total return necessary to achieve their retirement goals, achieving that total return is dependent on the success of the invest and protect strategy, predicting market fluctuations for which there is no assurance. This strategy, which relies on a sell signal and a buy signal, is not guaranteed. It may negatively impact long-term total return if it does not perform as anticipated. The sell signal could incorrectly predict a bear market, which is generally accepted as a 20% drop in a market index, and affected investors would not experience gains they would have made by remaining invested. The strategy may not accurately predict a market upturn, causing lesser gains than necessary to maintain the targeted long-term total return. When the sell or protect portion of the strategy is implemented, investors will incur applicable transaction costs and taxable accounts will incur tax effects. The strategy is also subjected to general investment risks described in our form ADV Part 2.